0: Welcome to Kingdom Insights, where your host, Chaplain Kevin Gray, is sharing Biblical teachings that empower and equip you toward experiencing Jesus Christ now. Join us every second Monday of each month at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and share your insights, questions, and prayer requests. Get Kingdom Empowered today. Kingdom Insights, where your host, Chaplain Kevin Gray, is sharing Biblical teachings that empower and equip you toward experiencing Jesus Christ now. Join us every second Monday of each month at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and share your insights, questions, and prayer requests. Get Kingdom Empowered today. There
1: was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah, and when he had opened the book, he found the place where mm-hmm. it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Good evening and welcome to another segment of Kingdom Empowerment Radio. I am your host for this evening, Chaplain Kevin Graves. I am with you every second and fourth Monday of each month. It is a pleasure to be with you once again on Kingdom Empowerment Radio. God bless you and uh, thank you once again, Dr. Ganny, uh Mr. Gani, for allowing me to be a part of this kingdom expansion, this kingdom takeover. Our our station is called Kingdom Empowerment Radio uh, because it is our purpose to, as the woman of God was saying in the introduction, to equip, to empower, to equip and to power the saints of God to go out and to do what Jesus has commissioned us to do, and that's to preach the gospel. It is imperative that we do not send the saints out unprepared. It is important that we equip them by the power of the Holy Spirit to go out and to do the work that God has called them to do. Here on Kingdom Empowerment, we stress the importance of knowing Jesus Christ for yourself. We stress the importance of not just being water baptized, but being baptized with the Holy Spirit. These are prerequisites before sending the saints out to do the work that God has called us to do. It is important that we get into this 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 uh, Holy Spirit University to get the necessary teaching, the necessary guidance that we need, so that we can effectively uh, exposit the Word of God to those who so desperately need to hear it. It is a pleasure to be a spoke in a wheel, because that's what I am. I am just one piece of this kingdom, a very small piece of the kingdom. And there are many more pieces, many more members of the kingdom that God is using. And it is a privilege, and I call it an honor, to to be a part of this uh, kingdom takeover. And we have a responsibility as we're going about going to different territories. And we're and, and kingdom empowerment is not just reaching uh, uh, people here in the States, but this is an international movement. This is an international expansion of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is, again, a privilege to be able to come and, and to not just uh, to minister to those here in the States, but also abroad this evening i want to focus on those individuals who are hurting right now who are in pain and the often we we preach the gospel many of us we we preach but and once we're done hearing uh uh, uh the word uh many of us remain in the condition that we first started in and and we want to address that and we really want to get to the root of issues, the root of problems. We we don't want to just gloss it over with a Band-Aid and not really get to the root of the hurt. Uh, tonight's topic is Got Pain, Jesus is the Cure. Got Pain, Jesus is the Cure. So if anyone has seen those Got Milk commercials with the question mark at the end, Got Milk, well, in this case, Got Pain, question mark, Jesus is the cure, so I want to address again uh for for some uh they may be uncertain whether Jesus is the cure for some um he's not the cure uh for some uh alcohol is the cure drugs is the cure uh as in and other means of uh of of trying to alleviate pain and depression and and, and long suffering and and, and I also want to, uh, as we always begin uh, each segment, we always start in prayer. And this is imperative because we believe uh, on Kingdom Empowerment that prayer opens doors. Prayer brings healing and deliverance. Prayer invokes God to get involved in earthly matters. As we know, Scripture teaches us that God is a spirit. And if we want him to 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 get involved in our situation, if we see a situation where there is where prayer is needed, it is important that we pray in the spirit, that we pray to invoke the presence of God to intervene in earthly matters. With that being said, without further delay, Heavenly Father, we thank you again for another uh, time of reflection on Kingdom Empowerment Radio, we thank you for giving us, Lord, the idea, giving Dr. Gani the idea, giving her husband the vision and, and and the mission, Lord, to reach the lost. I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in their lives, Lord, and I, I ask that you would continue to use them mightily, Lord. I decree and declare that, Lord, you would watch over them, that, Lord, if any assignment of Satan tries to vex them or tries to buffet them that Lord you would send angels of war to war on their behalf, that you would send your angels and starting with Michael the archangel that will begin to come in war on their behalf. That Lord Jesus, you would expand the borders of Kingdom Empowerment Radio, Lord. Lord, hallelujah, we know that you are coming, Lord. We don't know when, but we do know that, Lord, you have called us to watch and pray in this season. It is our prayer that, Lord, you would continue to empower us by your Holy Spirit, that you would empower us with a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom to to, to those who so desperately need to hear it, whether they're in the body or out of the body, that, Lord, there are people out there as we speak who are hurting, Lord who are going through very difficult times. Yes, they may appear, it may appear that they have their act together, but privately, Lord, they are hurting. And, Lord, we want to be that hope. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, we want to be that vessel in this season that you are using at this time to establish deliverance, to establish healing and restoration. It is our prayer that you would empower us by your spirit to be a voice of deliverance, to be a voice of healing, and, 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 and to bring those prodigal sons and daughters those people who have left your church, Lord, who have left your your body, Lord, because of this, because of hurt, because of betrayal, because of any sort of uh, impropriety, Lord, or even uh, misappropriation, that, Lord, you would bring them back home, bring those sons and daughters back to your bosom. And this is our prayer in this hour and in this season, for no man knows the day nor the hour of your return. It is our prayer that you would bring us closer to you, deeper in understanding, deeper in fasting and prayer and in revelation. Thank you for what you're doing and thank you for what you're about to do. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Beloved, I had the privilege of being a part of a movement over this uh, past weekend. It was a movement. Uh, it was called Jesus Life Company, Jesus Life Company. Uh, a couple of pastors at the church that I attend uh, here in New York, uh, Pastor Asha McDermott and her husband, uh, Colin, uh, partnered and put this outstanding movement together by the grace of God. It's called Jesus Life Company, and I I must say I was truly moved uh, by what took place during this time of fellowship and community outreach and in being a part of this movement. And you know what's really amazing, uh, uh, the woman of God, uh, Pastor Asher, had shared uh, this 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 vision, and it really just delighted my heart to see the look on her face and on the face of her husband to see this actually come to fruition to see a vision that God had put on her heart and 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 she did the necessary work that was required. She dotted the eyes and crossed the t's in order to make this happen. And, and I, I just rejoiced with them both, and all of us rejoiced. that We rejoiced as, 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 as a body, and, and it was just magnificent to see this idea, this vision, uh, being put on the streets and actually working and, and going into those places Uh, uh, where people probably wouldn't ordinarily go and approaching people uh, that may not ordinarily be approached by anyone, but just having the heart of Christ. The purpose and the the, the, the mission behind this this, uh, Jesus Life Company is to demonstrate the life of Jesus Christ. It is It is the mission statement. It is the vision of this particular company that Pastor Asher and Pastor Colin formed uh, uh, by the grace of God to go into the community where we're at, to meet people where they stand, whether it's on a street corner, uh, 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 whether it's just passing by, to go and and to speak life, to let people know in our community that Jesus loves you. Now. We didn't necessarily care who we said it to. We could have been saying it to a Muslim. We could have been saying it to an atheist. But we wanted to demonstrate the love of Christ. And the best way to demonstrate it is to demonstrate his love, to demonstrate it in words, to demonstrate it in deed. And one thing we know. As, as the scripture says in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him will not perish but have eternal life. So we were targeting the whosoevers. We were targeting those individuals who may have had some type of church experience or no church experience at all, but we wanted to come into their, come into their zone, come into their lives and briefly give them something to think about. Uh, there were times when we spent a little bit more time, uh, and we spent uh, uh, time ministering and evangelizing to people, but it was more of a hit and run. It was more of, boom, Jesus loves you, bang. We they, 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 they saw our T-shirts. We were in unity. We were in one accord. We all wore the T-shirts of this particular movement, and we represented that movement. Now, what this movement, what I also observed, it, it jarred the the, the the thought processes of people who were just walking by, who who were wondering, who are these people? Who are these these young men and women? Because we were a very nice mixture of young and old, and in many cases, and within the church uh, in the 21st century, it's usually older people or maybe middle age somewhere in between there you very rarely see young people but we had a very nice representation of young and old and also very young as well we also had children there with us as well we had our our a uh, uh, minister who was in charge of the of the children's ministry and she was there with the little ones so we were well represented on every front and we were there with, again, the power of the Holy Spirit to be able to go out without fear, without doubt, to do the work of God. And I must say, uh, there was, and as well, the, there was bad weather forecasted. But for Saturday, it was supposed to rain, but by the grace of God and fervent prayer, it, the rain held off. It was ended up being a very nice day, and we gave God the glory for that. We had the privilege of going uh, uh, to, uh, to Central Park. We, we prayed together. Uh, we held hands. We, 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 we acknowledged uh, the beauty of our surroundings. We saw police officers in the area. We acknowledged them. We asked for them to join us, and, then, and, and they did as as, as, as as they were able. And it was truly a, a, a movement of what God is doing in the earth, and, and it is my, it's my heartfelt prayer that even those who were just onlookers, just wondering what we were doing, that in some way... it it pricked at their heart, it did something, it jarred something. Perhaps there were some prodigal sons and daughters out there. Perhaps there were some people out there who who have bypassed their church attendance and said, I don't want to deal with church folk anymore. I don't want to deal with even church anymore. In fact, I don't trust church people. I'm hoping, hoping that by the power of the Holy Spirit that we touched someone's heart, whether they were close or far off. We pray that God was glorified, and it it is our belief that he was on on Saturday Saturday morning. It was truly, truly a blessing. Mm -hmm. And, And that is really what we are about. That is really what kingdom empowerment is all about. We are about movement. We are about doing the work. What, of what God has called us to do and this is a a, a team-wide effort and we thank God for uh, those other ministries out there that, that are doing the work that God has has called us to do as we are doing here on kingdom empowerment Hallelujah to God be the glory there are many individuals now, who are going through a financial crisis. They're going through a psychological crisis. They're going through something. And I am here to tell you, I am here to tell you whether you believe this or not, it is my prayer that you will find it out for yourself. When Jesus says he is the way, the truth, and the life, no man cometh unto the Father, but by me, what I'm asking is that you would discover that if you choose for yourself. Jesus has proven himself. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Be glorified. Be glorified. Jesus in my life has shown himself to be true he has shown himself to be light he has shown himself to be a savior he has shown himself to be a deliverer and i thank god for what he has done in my life and it is my prayer that uh, for those who are listening if you're going through just the the, the the crisis of your lifetime if you are going through the hardship of your life and you are looking for some type of answer. You're looking for hope. Perhaps right now your hope is in getting high. Perhaps your hope is in in watching television. Perhaps your hope is in locking yourself in your room, turning out the light, pulling down the shades, and being in the dark. What I am telling you is that there is hope in Jesus. If you would just try him for yourself, I implore you. While it is yet day, I'm speaking to the atheist. I am speaking to those individuals, hallelujah, who may have had one point of relationship with God, but God, you prayed for that one time and God did not answer your prayer. Just because God did not answer your prayer does not mean that there is no God. Just because he didn't answer doesn't mean he didn't answer. You may not have liked the answer that you received, but nevertheless, he gives us an answer. And, yes, there are times when he is silent. There are times when he doesn't when he does answer. However, in our Christian walk, we have learned, and it is a very difficult lesson to learn. I understand you. When God doesn't answer prayer, why doesn't he answer? Didn't you hear me? I was told by someone who's a believer of yours that if I pray, you would answer. Well, one thing I have. Uh, uh, learned in my Christian walk is that God does not work when I want him to. Now, sometimes he does, but he is He knows things. He doesn't have our mind. Let me put it to you that way. He doesn't have a finite mind. He sees danger when we don't see danger. He sees inward desire when we we, we think we're hiding it from him. But he sees this inward behavior, this inward desire that if he blessed us with something, he said, "Mm, if I gave you this, then you won't act right, you know, or or you'll you'll stop worshiping, you'll stop praying, you'll stop seeking me. So we, we need to be honest and say, Lord, if there's anything in me, As scripture even tells us in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 6, verse 33, that we're to seek first, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added. Now, when we think things, now, we, we sometimes we think carnally with that, and I thought the same thing. Oh, wow, things, 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 material things. Yes, that's part of it, but that's not all of it. When we seek the kingdom and when we're seeking the righteousness, righteousness of God, the ways of God, the thoughts of God, the heart of God, he, we, he now imparts in us a mind. That is like his own, a mind of of things concerning spirit. This is why it is imperative that we are baptized by his spirit, that we are baptized, hallelujah, by the Holy Spirit. Because why? We now put off the old mind, and now we put on the new mind, and now we begin to see people as God sees them, and and things as God sees them, and circumstances as God sees, and now we have put on a new, we have new eyes, new ears, and a new mind. So it is important that we align our will with the will of God. Now, you may have said but Lord, I prayed for the wellness of my family member. I prayed for the wellness of, of 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 someone who I knew, and I prayed that you would heal them. But Lord, the person died. So you must have not answered my prayer, or maybe it was the will, or maybe it was your will that they go home, or maybe that or, or or that they die. We 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 don't know the mind of God. I have completely released myself of trying to think along with God. Because it, you, you you will lose your mind first before you try to figure out God. It is an impossibility to try to comprehend the infinite mind of God, which is why in the midst of our pain, there is something going on in the midst of the pain. Is the pain designed to destroy us? God, in his infinite wisdom, as the Apostle Paul said, in the midst of his conflict in the midst of his struggle, and I'll even go there with you, when a messenger of Satan came upon him to vex him, to torment him, you know, scripture makes it very, very clear, and you can find this in Second Corinthians chapter 12, uh, I'll start at verse 7, the scripture reads, and this is our dear apostle, the apostle,
2: Work in less. Praise
1: God, praise the Lord, hallelujah, Hallelujah! I believe we may have gotten cut off at some point, uh, but uh, I will continue second Corinthians chapter twelve, verses seven through ten. And our, our beloved apostle reads, in the midst of his struggling and, 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 and situation, uh, the scripture reads, And lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan, to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. Verse 8, For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, most gladly, most gladly. Who can say that? I know I couldn't say it. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses, for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. We have to get to a place of maturity to say most gladly. I know in my situations where I've gone through something, when when I was in pain, I wasn't saying most gladly. I, I was far from it. I was moaning and complaining and saying, Lord, help me with this. You got to take this away, and the Apostle Paul is, is giving us a lesson that yes, he went to the Lord three times, and Lord, take this thing with For this thing, I besought the Lord three times that it might go. So yes, there have been many times. You, you you may have somebody in your life where you're saying, Lord, get this person out of my life, get me out of this out of this situation. But I don't want to be in this anymore. This mess, this toilet, this this, this situation. I don't want to be a part of it. So what, what, what God is trying to say is that in the midst of the trial, in the midst of the pain, in the midst of the uh, of the buffeting, that you, we are being made, we're being shaped and molded to, to become spiritually mature vessels that God can now use. And now we can say in the midst of trials. Now, so now when, when more persecution comes, when more situations come your way, now you have a mindset that says, most gladly. But that's a process. We need maturity. We need, number one, you need to be fervent in your prayer life. We have to be fasting. We have to have the mind of God to know that we can say, in the midst of trial, most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities. I am glorying in my sickness. I am glorying in my hospital bed. I am glorying in this pit. I mean I'm glorying in this in this prison cell that yes even though I am persecuted for Christ's name's sake I can go on rejoicing against every reproach every Every distress that is, that it comes my way, that Lord, even though the the enemy is attacking me, he's attacking my family, he's attacking my ministry, he's attacking me in the workplace. That I can say most gladly, that yes, you can say most gladly that yes, I am glorying in this situation, and that Lord, you are making a way of escape. That Lord, in the midst of this, I am be, I am being built up, that I am being strengthened because I hey hallelujah, I take pleasure. Brothers and sisters, these words are, 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 again, I'm not expecting anybody. I don't care how many times you go to church a week or how many times you've been in Christ. Many of us cannot say most gladly, and I take pleasure in reproaches and in persecution. This requires a life that has been completely surrendered to the will of God It is literally said, Lord, I said yes. You put your hands up and you say less. When you say yes, you're saying yes to to the Lord to break you. I'm going to say that again. When you say yes to God, we sang a song yesterday uh, in service, yes and amen. When when you say your, your yes and amen, what does your yes and amen really mean? Are you saying yes and amen, Lord, you can use me, but don't break me or are you saying, Lord, yes and amen Lord, you have the you have full reign over my life, which means I may be put in situations I never thought possible. I may be called to carry a cross not literally but figuratively speaking, you may be called to 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 go to places where there is persecution where there is hatred for the things of God, where the gospel is frowned upon. But the Lord is sending you, he's sending people into these places to be light in the midst of darkness. And you know what? You might just be martyred for it. That, my brothers and sisters, again, that is a deep abiding relationship with God. And in our pain, and in our distress, and in our persecution, is when God is doing His best work. That is when we—that is when we are very much in His classroom, and we are very much being pruned and dealt with. And even though we may be going through the fight of our life, and we're seeking means of uh, of pleasure, whether uh, uh, you're an individual that's been rejected by your parents, and you're seeking love in other places, I'm here to tell you. That the love of Jesus Christ will never abandon you The love of Jesus Christ will never, will never reject you That when you come to this abiding, deep abiding relationship When you surrender your life to him When you say, Lord, use me, use me Lord, even break me if you need to, Lord But just do it, do it, Lord I, I have nothing, this world can offer me nothing The gains of this world are temporal And they will pass away but, Lord, the love that you have displayed, uh, hallelujah, through the life of your son, Lord, I cannot compare. That is the love. That is the bread that I need. That is the water that I need. Because this bread and this water will not will, will, will not perish. It will not pass away. But this particular bread and water is eternal. And I am saying there are men and women out there right now, right now, and I saw it on Saturday, who are hurting who are hurting, who, who are broken. They may not say it, but you can see it on their faces. They are, they are broken. And to come up and walk up to them and be able to bring a word of encouragement it was a blessing. And I'm here to tell you right now, again, on Kingdom Empowerment Radio, and I'm doing it on the radio now, that Jesus Christ loves you. He loves you beyond measure. He loves you beyond your comprehension. And if you just Open your heart, and if you just give him a try. For yourself And see what he's about and come and try God, come and try him and see that he is good. Come and see that his mercy endures forever. And yes, you will begin to taste and eat from the tree. You will eat from that tree, not of the tree of, of the knowledge of good and evil, but you eat from the tree of life. You eat from the tree of his spirit. You will eat from the tree and this tree will nourish you. It will give you, it will give you fresh manna. It will give you fresh water for your crisis. It will Will give you fresh manner and food for the distress and the trouble you will begin to now tap into. Even in those dark places when you're alone, you think you're alone, but the angels of God, the ministering angels of God are right there to bring you up, to lift you up, to make a way of escape for you. I am here to tell you that if you try God and you believe and you surrender your life to him, Heaven's doors will begin to open. He will begin to pour out blessings upon your life. He will renew your strength in, in, in areas you never thought possible. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. It is now 7.33 p.m., beloved. I would love to open up the phone lines for anyone who has any questions or or comments or even prayer requests. There's a lot of people, as I said, who, who, who are in need of prayer. They're in need of hope. They're in need of somebody to say, I love you. Uh, please, uh, can you pray for me? You know, I don't know much about your Jesus, but you know, I'm willing to try Him, and I'm willing to say that, you know, okay, Lord, I, I, I've, I've tried this Jesus, I've tried everything, uh, and 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 I'm just really at wit's end right now, and and I just need help. I just need help. So, I, I would like to open up the phone lines for those individuals who, again, as I said, are in need of prayer, or if you have any questions or comments, I would like to open up the phone lines at this time. While you're on the air. If
2: not, then I'll just continue.
1: Praise God. Praise God. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Be glorified. Be glorified, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, you hear the cries, Lord, of your people. Lord, you hear the travail of your people, Lord. You hear the murmuring, Lord. You hear the complaining, Lord, of your saints, Lord Jesus. Lord, people are wondering, Lord, when are you going to return, Lord? You're saying, Lord, I've had enough of this world. I've had enough of of the trials, Lord. I've had enough of of, of, of people just mistreating one another. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm tired of the racism. I'm tired of the hatred, Lord. I'm tired of the backbiting. Lord, I'm tired of this life, Lord, and everything that it has to offer, Lord, it means absolutely nothing. Lord, it seems like I work and I work, Lord, and, 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 and my money goes nowhere, Lord. It's difficult to save, Lord. It's difficult to, 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 to put savings together, Lord. There are people out there right now who are struggling, Lord, in every area of their life, Lord, and I'm praying that, Lord, you would send a prophet, Lord, that you would send a messenger to them, Lord, to bring them a word of encouragement, a word of healing, a word of restoration show them Lord that you are real hallelujah be glorified in the name of Jesus I dismantle every assignment of Satan against the finances against the life of your people Lord even against those Lord who do not know your name who are struggling from depression who are struggling from, hallelujah, all sorts of, yes, sexual immorality, people, women, who men and men who, who are selling their bodies, Lord, people who are doing things, Lord, that, 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 that they never thought possible, but they're doing it for money. Lord, you would break that yoke. Any generational curse of this type of behavior, anything that has been passed down, from generation to generation, dismantle and destroy it in the name of Jesus. We come against adultery in the name of Jesus. We come across any uh, uh, angel of Satan that would try to uh, break marriages up, that would try to need to cause the husband to stray from the wife or the wife to stray from the husband, that, Lord, you would do something miraculous in the lives of these people, that, Lord, you would keep the family united, that the sons and daughters would grow up seeking what a successful marriage is about, that they would begin to seek guidance spiritual guidance, hallelujah, from those fathers who know you, that, Lord, in those godly families, it is my prayer that, Lord, you would, hallelujah, send angels to minister to the husbands, minister to the wives, minister even to the children, Lord, that you would be glorified. We need to pray fervently for a family. Family, I'm hearing, yes, even family, we need to pray fervent warfare, spiritual warfare prayers. Families are being broken. Churches are being closed. Holy Spirit, I we need you in this hour to restore, to restore the minds and hearts of your people. There will be, yes, according to your scripture, a great falling away. And, Lord, we pray that, Lord, we are not deceived by any familiar spirit. Any type of, of of demonic presence that is trying to infiltrate churches, to bring about division, to bring about strife and argument, any spirit of apathy that is trying to 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 to, to sit on any particular church in the name of Jesus, I decree and declare, Lord, set fire to it now and set fire to it now in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, begin, send angels, angels with flaming swords to fight this fight against churches that are coming under demonic attack, leaders who have gone astray, leaders who are, who are, who are chasing after mammoth, leaders who, have, who are seeking after temporal things, who have gone astray, who are now in a different place, who are now even, dare I say, practicing witchcraft, that, Lord, you would do something, Lord, that you would shake that house, that you would shake that minister to their core, and that you would deal with these individuals, Lord, as only you know how to deal with them. That, Lord, you would deal with them in the spirit. That you would deal with them in dreams and visions. That, Lord, you would literally break them down and bring them back to you, Lord Jesus. Because it is your word, Lord. Your word says that you're not willing that any should perish. that all should, And that all should come to repentance. It is not your will. Hallelujah that any should perish, Lord. So we pray for our leaders, Lord, who have gone astray. We pray for those sons and daughters because of church hurt, because of uh, disagreement, because of strife, Lord, who have gone astray. We ask that, Lord, by your spirit, Lord, you would summon them back, summon them home. Bring them back, Lord. Bring them back. Bring them all back, Lord Jesus. Bring them back, Lord. Tug at their heartstrings. Do something. Send a prophet, Lord. Send angels. Send your people out, Lord, to bring them home, Lord. In this hour, Lord, we need to empty hell. We need to empty hell. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, we pray. We pray for our young people, Lord. Yes, they are easily influenced. Lord, you've seen it for yourself, Lord. They're young people. Lord, many of them have gone wayward, Lord. Many of them lack direction. Many of these young people lack fathers, good fathers, good fatherly presence, men in the house, Lord, to bring them up and to show them the way. Mothers there to nurture and to care for them, Lord. It is my prayer that, Lord, Satan will not have our young people. We will empty the prisons in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare prisons emptied by the blood of Jesus Christ. Hell shall not be the portion of our young people. In the name of Jesus, that you will send ministers out into the fields, Lord. Send them out, Lord. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, to minister to the young people. I decree and declare in this season youth conferences, youth conferences, youth revivals in the streets, in the streets. Yes, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, in New York in Chicago, in Detroit, all over the United States, that there would be a huge youth movement in the name of Jesus. We have to fight for our young people, beloved. We have to war for them in the spirit, and we have to fight for for our our dear saints who are abroad, who, who are going through persecution. Hallelujah for Christ's name's sake. This is the hour that we need to come together in fervent prayer, we see the mark of the enemy. We see them. What is the mark of the enemy? What we see, because the prince of the power of the air is Satan, and this is his domain, we can see the inner workings in the spirit. Those that can see, we need to begin to discern the times. We need to discern the times and begin to, to, to go into warfare prayer. Warfare prayer could be uh, early morning hours. It could be now. It could be whenever you have the time. But when we do it, we need to go in hard because, yes, we see it. We see it, and the scriptures tell us, whether it's in our leadership, whether it's in uh, uh, the different houses of worship coming under attack, we are in th- these are very difficult times. We get, Jesus called these times the beginning of sorrows. The world appears to be groaning. There's a groaning. Whether mosques are coming under attack, you have synagogues that are coming attack, under attack. You have uh, uh, churches that are being under attack. So we're seeing that again. This great pe- there, there there are people out there who do not want the gospel of Jesus Christ to be preached. So we're dealing with a real enemy here. And when our churches are coming under attack, we need to go on the offense, not on the defense. We have to discern and say, oh, okay, and now let's go on the offense. I don't want to be on the defense. I want to go on the offense and begin to attack this devil and be able to call it what this. We're not calling people devils. But we're calling this spirit that is influencing people, okay, to go about uh, uh, the work of Satan, that is what we're working with here. So we're not praying against people. We're not fighting against individuals. But what we're doing is we're fighting against a spirit that is an operation to bring about uh, uh, or influence folks to now go out and commit horrible acts. So that's I want to make that very very clear for anyone who is listening in. Um once again it is 7:44 p.m. Um if there's anyone on the line who has any questions or comments or Or who's in need of a prayer request If there's no one on the line I will just continue But it is 744 Uh, I have about 15 minutes left in my program So I would like to open up the phone lines For anyone who has any questions Or comments or prayer requests God bless you Amen Glory to
3: God Glory to God Hallelujah
1: Amen Amen Hello?
3: Hello.
1: Oh, praise the lord. Hello hello, how are you?
3: Hi, God bless. Um I'm sorry, I just Amen. want to make this quick, uh because background is very noisy here, but I just wanted to remind you that uh, you're doing a phenomenal job. It's a great day. And I believe um, this is one of the things the topics that just really need to be addressed in the body of Christ today, uh, is that you know, is that there's feelings for them and the reason why many people are being gravitated towards sin is because they don't know the solution. And you're absolutely mm-hmm. right. We are the answer to many people in here in the earth realm. And so we have to be very cognizant of how we uh, represent God. And get everything are our power not being misrepresented, um, you know, because we are the answer the solution to what people are in need of, in need of. and
1: so it's interpretive that we do go out and yes.
3: advance your life and tell people about God and teach God
1: the, the great commission God says, person, of the gospel. Especially by that I I'm so sorry for you I'm up. sorry, I'm uh, so sorry okay. in all
3: I can't too? actually I really can't speak any louder, but I just want to say okay. thank you so much and you're doing a great job.
1: God bless you. Amen. Amen. God, God bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, yes, yes, we 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 uh, we have to know that we're the difference, and and we're not here to indict someone on someone's faith, uh, because there are people out of people out there that don't believe in Jesus Christ, they don't believe in Christianity, because that's not what they grew up with, uh, and, and 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 I understand that, because if I grew up in a different faith and someone approached me with Christianity, I would probably I would think this, I would feel or. Think the same thing. So that's natural. Being a follower of Christ, knowing what I know, because it's personal now, when we approach individuals, when we say that, yes, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, no man cometh unto the Father but by him, we can't say that unless we've had some sort of personal encounter or experience. Otherwise, I when when I when I first said that I didn't know what I was saying. Jesus, the way the, the way the truth and the life, it meant nothing to me. But when you encounter God, when you encounter Christ, whether through uh, whether it's through scripture or through a dream or a vision or or you had some sort of life altering or changing experience, where it, it could only have been something that. Is beyond your understanding that there's no way a man, or, or yes, God does use people. It, it could, I can't even picture why this happened the way it did. And some people call it a miracle, and we'll call it a miracle. So we're here to let people know that pain is, and this may sound weird, pain is not necessarily a bad thing. Pain lets us know when we are really injured or in distress. And it is through your pain, it is through your pain where you are being nurtured, where you are, because in your pain comes a testimony. In your pain comes a way out, whether you want to acknowledge that or not. You say, "Well, I don't see it," but it is in that pain when we begin to ask for help, because there have been many times in my life when I've been in pain. I'm like, "Oh, please let this pain go away." Oh, or, 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 or we begin to 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 begin, or, or we become frustrated in the midst of our pain. So, it is my relationship with Christ that has allowed me to be able to. Take my thinking and focus it in a different direction. Not that my troubles have gone away. The troubles are still there. But my troubles and my mindset is not solely on the trouble, but he now channels my thinking to a higher to a higher level. And that's one thing, and I want to make that clear too. I don't want people to think that, okay, if I accept Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior, all all of the persecution all of the distress, all of the problems, they're going to go away. No, that would be a lie. I would be lying to you if I told you that. In fact, uh, your problems have just begun. <laughs> and you may say, wow, okay, then I'm not going in that direction. When you say yes to Christ, you are indeed saying yes to problems. However, and there's a however here, our reward, We don't dwell on the temporal temporal reward. Our reward is eternal. My, my, My brothers and sisters, our pain, our distress as believers, and this may sound weird, this may blow your mind, our pain is for somebody else. Our distress and persecution
2: is for somebody else. This is not
1: just for the believer to go through, to be developed, so that when we get to a place of maturation, we are now saying, I most gladly and I take pleasure. That is when we have come to a place of complete surrender to God, where we are now saying, What I'm on display. I'm on display to be used by you. Use me for your name's sake, because I did say yes and amen. So now, Lord, I am saying yes for you to now put me on display for the world to see, for people to spit upon, for people to break and mock and make fun of. That is what yes and amen means. That is what saying yes to God is. When you have come to that place and you have said, Lord, persecution, come with me uh, 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 to uh, 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 to, to, to live, okay, as I live. I live for you, but if I die, I go home to be with the Lord. If you have that mindset right now, then you are in a place, you are in a good place. But I'm saying that not everyone is there yet. Not everyone is saying that, you know, okay, you know, if I live, I go on preaching. I go on sharing the gospel. I go on sharing my testimony. But if I die, I go with the Lord. So either way, I win. Either way, either way. I'm victorious. Either way, when you have that mindset and you become comfortable in that mindset, you are now a weapon against the powers of darkness. Satan has nothing on you. And I'm here to tell you Satan has nothing on you because you have now made your body a weapon. You have now made your mind a weapon against Satan. So whenever he tries to attack you with fear, you say, "Satan, get behind me! You have no place in me. You have the fact that. You have nothing on me." And that is where at kingdom empowerment, what we do here to go back to what I had shared earlier. This is a place of equipping the saints psychologically as well as in the spirit where as you walk with Christ and you go through the struggles of of the Christian walk, you begin to step on them. You begin to crush the head of the serpent, and you're stepping under him. Yes, you're stepping over him, excuse me. And you're keeping the adversary and the attempts of the adversary and his devices and angels at bay because you're letting them know that you are in a position of authority, that they have no authority. They have nothing on you, but now you walk with power, and you, when you speak, you speak with power, and when you profess, you profess with power, and when you make declarations, God moves on your behalf. That is power. That's when Satan will, will begin to fear you. He, won't, he doesn't fear you if, if there's fear in your heart or, 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 if you have, or if you're not walking in complete and total authority. It is important that we now, our minds. Is now renewed where we are now seeing again, Lord, I am here for you to use as you see fit. And I understand this Christian walk, it's not fair at times. Lord, it's lonely at times, it's dangerous at times. I may even die, but Lord, I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. In the midst of this, have your way. And and, and just all I ask, Lord, is that when this life is over, Lord, that I am in your bosom, that I am in your presence, Lord, that I am in heaven, Lord, and I can see the elders. And, and Lord, I can be welcomed into your kingdom. That is all I require. And, 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 And that is ultimately the end result or the end reward. Our reward here on earth is temporal. It doesn't last. But while we're here and we're serving God, we are put on display. So our suffering and our pain and our persecution, our distress is all for others to see. It sounds crazy. It doesn't sound right. But, yes, it is so that others can know that Christ, yes, as Christ suffered. Now, your suffering may not be, may, may, may not be, like the other person, but nevertheless, there's still situations and struggles and crisis that we go through for Christ's name's sake. It cannot be avoided. The Christian walk is not designed as the apostle. I just read to you. It's not designed to be easy. You're going to receive persecution. But I am telling you right now that your pain, that Jesus Christ, or for my brothers and sisters in Christ who are listening and for those who are not in the body, I'm here to tell you there is an answer. The Bible says that Jesus is the answer. I'm saying for my own personal experience, for my own personality, my experience is not your experience, which is why I'm, I'm hoping that you will try God for yourself, that you will try him, that you will see that he is good, that you will get to a place where you're saying, you know, it sounds good. You know, I've been wanting to do this, and I'm praying. I'm praying for you, my brothers and sisters, that you will, again, open your heart to God and allow him to come in and and heal you. That is my prayer. That is my prayer. Hallelujah. It's approximately 7.56 p.m., and... I'm about to about 4 minutes left in the program. I would like to close by giving thanks once again to Dr. Gani and Mr. Gani uh for allowing me to be a part of uh Kingdom Empowerment Radio. Um, and uh thank you for allowing me to uh uh share Share uh, the experience uh, That I had this past week And my apologies I hope I didn't cross any lines With regards to to, to that Um, And please forgive me uh, I just wanted to uh, Share that experience briefly Uh, And you know I'm just really excited About what God is doing um, In this time And I'm just delighted uh, To see Soul saved. I want to see hell emptied. Uh, I'm quoting the words of Reinhard Bonnke, uh, uh, and I love his ministry. Evangelist Reinhard Bonnke uh, has a ministry in Africa, and uh, uh, Daniel Kalenda is now uh, taking over the ministry uh, uh, for Evangelist Bonnke. And I just love when he says, "I just want to see hell emptied," and 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 he's so right. I I love the men of God, and God bless him. God bless him, and I just pray that with this ministry on Kingdom Empowerment Radio and and, and, and other ministries that, that that are advancing the kingdom of God that we can collaborate and work together because i like to believe we're on the same team, that we have the same purpose, we have the same drive, and we're, safe, and we're serving the same God, and we are determined to move and not be stopped. We are determined. We're not just talking about it, but we're being about it. We're moving in the spirit. We have uh, 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 men and women who, who 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 are who are zealous and and who love the things of God, and they're moving about and 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 they're and we have bases, if you will, if I if I could say bases or or offices, uh, churches uh, all over the world, ready to dispatch, ready to dispatch saints. Out into the uh, highways and the hedges to preach the gospel. That is my prayer, is that we have people who are who are waiting to be launched out and and to do the work that God has called them to do. So, with that said, at 7:59 p.m., um, God bless you, men and women of God. Thank you uh, once again for allowing me to be a part of Kingdom Empowerment Radio. And this was a message, uh, really for those uh, saints or not who are going through a difficult time, who are in doubt, who are not just going through pain, but just really uh, worn down by ministry. And many of us have gone through some type of, uh, as we say in the chaplaincy, uh, uh, compassion fatigue. And it's very important that we monitor that, that we make time for one another, that we make time for vacations, and because it's very, very important. Ministry, if you allow it, will, will eventually wear you down because it's so demanding. Because there's so many people who are in need and uh, in need of provision and prayer and, and, and encouragement, it, it can really Take its toll, so it's very important that we have balance in our ministry. Yes, you want to be about the will of God and you want to uh, uh, be about our Father's business, but it's also important that we're about family business as well at home, and we need to uh, uh, have that leisure time, if you will, that uh, rest and relaxation, which is very very important for the men and women servants. So, uh, thank you so much Uh, for anyone who has any additional questions. Or comments or who's in need of prayer um, You can uh, send me an email At uh, pkwgraves At gmail.com Or you can reach me on Facebook Um, It was a pleasure It was a pleasure uh, Being with my brothers and sisters uh, Tonight on Kingdom Empowerment Radio And thank you woman of God For for, uh, for calling in Uh, It's also It's a pleasure hearing from you as well And uh, once again This is Chaplain Kevin Graves Kingdom Empowerment Radio Incorporated. I, once again, I'm with you every second and fourth Monday of each month, and it was a pleasure being with you once again, and I'm looking forward to when we're together once more. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in, and have a blessed night. Bye now.